What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. Another day, another day in the baseball world. What do we have going on? So spring training is obviously in full swing. There are still some players who are going through contract negotiations, trying to extend their deals as we head into another wonderful year of baseball. Let's talk about let's talk about one player who has kind of been off the map the first couple seasons with the Angels. This is Anthony Rendon. He came over to the LA Angels after a wonderful career with the Washington Nationals. And his first few years in Anaheim just haven't been very good. And this is largely due to injuries. So let's rewind the clock back to 2019. The Nationals won the World Series that year. Anthony Rendon was one of their best players. He had 34 homers with 126 RBIs. And he was able to turn that into a seven-year, $245 million contract. Big-time money. Big-time money for Tony Two Bags. And if you just look at the past two seasons, he's only played 105 games over the past two seasons. So the Angels have been paying him a lot of money, despite the fact that he's been hurt. And Rendon, apparently he doesn't have social media. That's what he says. He doesn't have it, but his friends do and his family does. So they'll text him. Saying, oh, they're saying this about you. They're saying that. And I mean, he's not happy about it, but he just tries to use that to continue to go on. So at least he's someone who has mostly a mostly clear mind. But that doesn't really matter when we're talking about is he healthy? Yeah, okay, sure, he's able to tune out distractions, but can he physically perform at the level that they signed him to perform at? I mean, it's a legitimate question at this point. It's a legitimate question. I mean, Rendon clearly peaked at at that level in 2019 when he's with the Nats. And now he's had wrist surgery. He's had hip injuries. He's had a bunch of ailments that really make you wonder if he's ever going to get back to that level. And right now he's healthy at camp. And there is video of him you know, out there on the field at camp right now playing catch and practicing. So it's good to see, but he's, I don't want to say he's the X factor because the angels have more than just one, one hole that needs to be plugged, but he would be a big part of helping them get back to relevancy. Obviously you have Trout and Otani there, but if Rendon can join that fold, it would help a lot. So here's to hoping for a healthy year from Anthony Rendon, because we know what he can do when he's healthy. He just hasn't been. He's 32 years old, so not over the hill by, I mean, he's over the hill, like he's not in his prime. He's probably not in his prime anymore, but he's not old. So he definitely should be able to get back to productive ways just if he can be healthy. So let's, let's see what happens. Staying in Angels camp, apparently Otani's agent, of course, you know, he's been interviewed and they're asking about Otani's contract. And his agent is just saying one day at a time. So Otani has the option to elect free agency next winter. Of course, extension talks could continue between him and the Angels, but I think he would be, uh, I don't want to say he'd be a fool, but it, it would be unwise for him to sign extension with the Angels for a couple of reasons. Well, number one, Otani has made it clear that he wants to win. And that's not happening in Anaheim. So that's reason number one. Number two, is that he is the most valuable player in baseball. So 
entering the open market only makes sense because everyone's going to want a piece of him and that's going to raise his price far above anything the angels would likely be willing to pay. So that's, that's what you're probably going to see. I mean, his agents saying they're going to take it day by day, but Otani is going to get that bag. Absolutely. I mean, he just awarded arbitration by agreeing to a $30 million contract with angels for the 2023 season. That is the largest contract for an arbitration eligible player in major league history. And, um, yeah, he's going to be a free agent, and I think we're going to see him get some... I mean, some people have speculated that he might become baseball's first $500 million man, okay? I, I don't know. I mean, Trout signed a 12-year, $426.5 million deal in 2019 when it was all said and done. I know it was just 10 years, 360 in new money, but Trout is on a 12-year, $426.5 million guarantee. I, I do think we're going to see a $500 million contract very soon. You know, there are talks, could it be Juan Soto? Could it be Otani? One of these guys is going to come very close, I think. Uh, Soto probably has a much higher chance because he's much younger. I think he's 20, 23, 24, whereas Otani is 28. So that definitely helps when you have an extra four years or so. That's, that's the speculation we're hearing out of Angels camp. I don't think it's speculation at all. I think there's a almost certainty that Otani will be a free agent at season's end. In other news, Elvis Andrews has signed a deal with the White Sox, a one-year, $3 million deal. So the expectation is that Elvis Andrews will be Chicago's everyday second baseman. That happens, right? I mean, they ha- they've had a revolving door at second base the past couple of years, and they just really haven't been able to get someone to hold down that position. So you're bringing in a veteran like Andrews right there. And uh, you have Tim Anderson at shortstop. So... This will actually be the first time Elvis Andrews has logged time at another defensive position besides shortstop. All of his career innings have come at short. 16,606 innings in the field. So there's really little doubt that he can handle second base at this point because his track record and quality glove work at shortstop, that will translate very nicely over to second base. In other news, the Cubs have signed Michael Fulmer to a deal. So obviously not a big time signing, but it's a one-year, $4 million deal. And you're getting a right-handed pitcher, free agent righty, Michael Fulmer. And he's he's not a starter, but he was one of the few remaining quality relievers on the market. This is someone who was a 2016 AL Rookie of the Year. He broke into the majors as a starter, and he was pretty good. He was very good in that role, actually. And then he had Tommy John surgery, and then that really derailed his career. He returned to full strength in 2021, but after a few shaky starts early in the season, he found a home in the Detroit bullpen. He's been a bullpen guy since. So the Cubs are going to sign him to a relief position, one year, $4 million. Speaking of the Cubs, former Cub, and probably more notably former, former Cleveland Guardian, Jason Kipnis has announced his retirement. So... His last appearance in the majors came in a Cubs uniform back in that 2020 pandemic shortened season. And we all know what Jason Kipnis did with Cleveland for a long time. You know, he was great. He was an all-star in 2013. Actually finished 11th MVP voting that year. They gave him a six-year, $52.5 million deal in April of 2014. And, you know, another strong showing would happen in 2016 when Cleveland went as far as the World Series. They lost in seven games to the Cubs, but... 
you know, Kipnis was very good that year. That would actually be the last above off, above average offensive campaign for Jason Kipnis because after that, his weighted runs created plus just plummeted and his value declined. But, you know, he had a very good career. Cleveland fans will remember Jason Kipnis very, very much. 21.3 career wins above replacement. Ended up playing 10 years in the big leagues. So good stuff. So shout out to Jason Kipnis as he closed the chapter on what was a good career. So that is where we stand with things for today. That's going to do it. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who would be interested. And we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.